1: Good morning. It is October 3rd, 2023. It is Tuesday. I am Tanya and this is The Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Asheville Pagan Supply. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, There is something haunting in the light of the moon by Joseph Conrad. So we are drinking pumpkin spice tea today, basic witch from Sip a Spell, and we are focusing on the ginger, clove, cinnamon, like that flavor profile for the season. I love pumpkin spice. I don't even care what anyone says, <laughs> um, but today we're focusing on ginger. So this is, again, from the McCormickScienceInstitute.com, and it is Folklore on Ginger. So the Chinese have used ginger for over 5,000 years as a digestive aid and anti-nausea remedy. In traditional Chinese medicine, ginger is considered a pungent, dry, warming yang herb for ailments triggered by cold, damp weather. The Greeks wrapped ginger in bread for use after meals as a digestive aid. In medieval Europe, it was incorporated directly into bread and confections as a digestive. And Queen Elizabeth I of England is credited with the invention of the gingerbread man, which became popular as a Christmas treat. Ginger was so valued by the Spanish that they established ginger plantations in Jamaica in the 1600s. Canada Dry Ginger Ale was patented in 1907 by Canadian pharmacist John J. McLaughlin and became a popular uh, beverage in America during Prohibition. I did not know ginger ale was popular during Prohibition. I wonder why. That is very... Fascinating interesting, if anyone knows why, let me know hmm, all right, which is going over to some headlines. This is a fun one today. Uh, this again is playing into our theme of the month, which is spooky and creepy and scary stories. This is eight bizarre folk. Lore creatures that will keep you up at night. And this is from AncientOrigins.net. So, one is the Scorpion Men. If you're not a fan of scorpions, you may have nightmares about this creature. These are from a Mesopotamian mythology, and they are described as scorpion men. There are many descriptions of these strange creatures, but most describe them as having the head and torso of a man, but the body of a scorpion. Think centaurs, but like, creepier. Then we have the adlet, human dog offspring. According to Journal of American Folklore, the adlet, are unique dog-like creatures described in folklore. The adlet are considered human-dog hybrids that are born to women who have chosen to mate with dogs. These strange offspring typically have human bodies with dog legs and hair and are prone to violence. Uh, They are prone to cannibalism and eating their own human relatives. Next, we have the... Nukalevi, which is the skinless centaur. This is from Scottish folklore and is sometimes called the devil of the sea. This strange creature is described as half human and half horse and was only interested in plaguing islanders living near his home in the sea. He has a head ten times larger than a human and a mouth resembling a pig snout. These are very creepy. (laughs) And then we have the Headless Man, which is origin from the Roman Empire. These strange beings are described as having faces on their torsos and their eyes are on their shoulders. And that they inhabit a remote world or remote areas of the world and are originally found in Libya. Then we have the ge- the demon giant, the Gogmamog, which is in Celtic mythology and is known as a humanoid giant of over 14 feet tall, similar to a giant troll. Whoa. Okay. Spooky, spooky. All right, witches. I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more.
2: Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Tuesday, October 3rd. The waning gibbous moon moves from toiling Taurus to Gabby Gemini today. Here, the moon trines the sun and squares Saturn. The sun moon trine is making us feel rather social today, really wanting to reach out and engage with other people. Don't fight it. You're not the only one feeling this way. The square to Saturn will make it difficult to let yourself do anything fun until you've gotten work out of the way, so don't shirk your responsibilities. Get your major tasks done early, and then get out there and play with your friends. Your daily moon mantra is, Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but going out and playing in the rain this has been your daily moon mantra with serendipity, the Chicago astrologer signing off and reminding you that
3: you are in charge of your own destiny. Asheville pagan supply is a witch owned and operated old age metaphysical pagan supply store located in the blue Ridge mountain town of Asheville, North Carolina. Our shop specializes in high-quality products created by local magic practitioners and craftspersons with an emphasis on sourcing products that are botanical, organic, ecologically conscious, and affordably priced. We are extremely proud of our knowledgeable and friendly staff who are always prepared to answer questions and personally assist customers with their purchases. Our belief has always been that our business presence in the community offers a normalcy to pagan practices. And in educating the general public, we assist in dispelling myths and stereotypes associated with different pagan practices. Open since July of 2014, we focus on our local community and hosting workshops and events. Visiting Asheville? Find us. Just look for the Raven with the key. Or shop 24-7 at ashevillepagansupply.store. That's A-S-H-E-V-I-L-L-E-P-A-G-A-N-supply.store. Blessed be.
1: All right, witches, so I am back, and I do want to give you a heads up that I did uh, look up pronunciations for this urban legend. I really struggled to find one, so I'm going to just be doing my best. However, during that exploration, I found that there is actually an entire horror movie based off of this urban legend. So I'm pretty sure it comes from Singapore, this urban legend, and it is the Makchi Karopok. And it's based off of uh, quite a few stories and urban legends. But the one I'm reading specifically is from a Facebook page called Dead Time Stories, and it was a submission. The, the submission reads, My mom used to grow up in a kampong in the woodlands. Back then, woodlands had a sizable Malay kompok until all its residents were forced to move into new HDB flats built in woodlands. During that period of time, there were rumors of this old Machik slowly going around the New Woodlands, HDB Flats, late at night, selling carapolk, which are crackers. So, again, based off of other things I've seen, basically it's this old elderly granny or old elderly woman going around door-to-door trying to sell crackers. Now, if you looked through the peephole, she would be wearing a tudung, a shawl, pushing a small cart in front of her. She is hunched back and very small and frail looking, and you might not be able to see her face from the peephole. She would go around knocking on people's doors late at night asking if anyone is home. Do you want to buy crackers? Uh, It's very nice. Please help and support. So the rumor is that if you answer her greeting... Open the door and buy her carapulk, the carapulk will turn into soil the next morning. If you answer and open the door and did not buy any, she will send a patianak to your house. So let me see what that is. Okay, so a patianak or a yakshi. In Hinduism, Hindu mythology is a mythological creature in Indonesia, Malaysia, or Singapore. And uh, basically, it takes form of a pregnant woman who was unable to give birth to a child. And so it's like this astral female spirit with sharp fangs and long fingernails. And it's kind of like a local variation of almost like a vampire. So the idea is that if you answer the door and you're nice and you buy the crackers, nothing bad happens to you. You just don't get crackers. The crackers turn to soil. But if you open the door and do not buy anything, she'll send this like vampire-y creature to your home. So should you ignore her greeting and do not open the door, she will move on you and you can even hear her voice slowly trailing away. A while later another person would knock on your door, a much younger and beautiful lady who will ask you the same thing. Is anyone home? Do you want to buy crackers? Very nice fresh, please buy them from me. You should also ignore this lady and go to sleep. Now, if you open the door and buy from her, and if you did buy if you did buy the crackers earlier, she will say you have a kind heart but your crackers will still turn to soil. So you should not eat either crackers, apparently. No crackers. If you eat them, you will fall ill. If you open the door and buy from her, but you did not buy from the lady earlier, she will say, Why did you not buy from me earlier? Is it because of the way I look? And then she will reveal her true form, which is the uh, Pontianak, which is the vampire creature. So... Uh, Back then, it might be a cautionary tale. Uh, The person who wrote in said it did scare them and it made them worry to open the door to strangers, especially at night. So this is also a very fascinating urban legend, right? If we kind of look at it and what is it trying to really break down? First of all, pretty simple, like don't open the door to strangers at night. Easy, easy tale. But it also has a little bit of that Beauty and the Beast lore thing, right? where the old woman goes to the Beast's home, knocks on the door. If he doesn't help her, she turns into a beautiful woman and said, it's kind of this, like, you didn't help her because she was an old lady. And I'm like, I'm just thinking, no, he didn't help her because he was like a 12-year-old boy in a house by himself. You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> not my issues with Beauty and the Beast. But what's interesting here is when you look at the concept of the crackers, This isn't just don't open doors to strangers, there might be creatures, vampires might get you, it's more than that. When we look at the actual crackers, the idea that if you buy the crackers, nothing bad happens to you, but you just don't get the crackers, they just turn to soil. As well as the idea that if you do eat them, you'll fall ill, and I kind of think that this is, well, I think the falling ill thing is, again, don't take food from strangers, don't take candy from strangers, but the concept that, again, really stood out to me, is that if you buy the crackers, nothing bad happens to you. They just turn to soil. And what I think that is kind of touching on is the idea of avoiding scammers, right? You buy something and then it turns out not to be the thing you thought it was. Like nothing bad happens to you. You get praised. Oh, you're being so nice. You're being so kind, buying something from someone who you probably have no business buying from. Um, you're being so nice, so kind, but you still get soil, you still get nothing, and it almost feels like this little bit of this idea of maybe don't engage or not engage, but don't buy things from people off the street. That's kind of the vibe it's giving, so I'm kind of curious of like around that time in that culture, what was going on where people maybe had a fear of buying things from people off the street you know i think that's curious so i would actually be really curious about that because that seems to be one of the larger points we have the kind of classic don't open door to strangers don't eat things handed to you from strangers uh but it's this added if you do bite, it'll turn into soil that stands out to me very fascinating so I looked up a little bit more about this story, and I found some people on Reddit talking about it. Like, hey, I've heard this story. Have you ever experienced this? And a lot of the uh, conversation is, yes, I like when I was little, this old woman selling crackers came to our door, but we just ignored her and, you know, things of that nature. It really seems like ignoring the stranger is the way to go. Oh, and there's also another variation of this story, um, which is the Nenik Karopak instead of Makik Karopak. But it seems to be the same story, just maybe a title variation. All right, witches. So we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listeners, Samantha Amaral, Samantha, you rule-breaking, glorious pixie, Kelly Crane, you perfect scholarly witch, and Nikki O'Hare, you talented, glorious gazelle. Thank you three so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. We don't have any housekeeping today, but I do have a card pull. Our card today is Solace from the Dark Magic Oracle. When solace appears, it can mean that you're feeling alone in your battles and sorrow, that no one understands you or suffers like you do, but comfort is coming. Feeling sad is a natural state of being. It is part of the balance of life, the highs and the lows that forge our identity and experiences and help make choices towards what we like and want to achieve. So daily practice, carry smoky quartz to shift sadness away from your day drink St. John's wort herbal tea to lift your spirits, and every day consciously seek out joy and beauty. All right, witches, that is all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we talk about today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com, and we will talk again tomorrow. Bye.
0: Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day.